Yo, yo, yo. Yo, brother, how you feeling, man? Oh, man, everything is good. Man, let's hope it's good. Get this 10-second runoff. I know we was having trouble last time. You did? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, anchored and got all their problems solved, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, so, with that said, we're going to get the uh, podcast started. Already. We're going to jump right into it. This is Turkey Week. Uh, as Lions fans, you know what my actual saying, man. As Lions fans, um, there's a lot of scrutiny going on behind us having these Thanksgiving games, man. Uh, I see a lot of people voicing their opinions, saying that, that we shouldn't have these games anymore. What do you think about that? Um, I will say, as a Lions fan, the games, you know, I, because that's one thing, like especially since uh, Calvin Johnson left, we don't really get a lot of um, primetime games. And, then we, when, and, and, you know, when we do, we ruin it. Um, but I can see it from both sides. I can definitely see, like this year, I don't really – I honestly don't want to watch the Lions tomorrow. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not going to entertain me whether they win or they lose. It won't entertain me one bit to watch them tomorrow. And they my team. But um, I, 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 I wouldn't mind. I mean, if they decided to give us, you know, take this away from us, like, because I understand it. You know, when people, like, sit down on Thanksgiving and they want to watch, you know, some good football, it's like you got to watch the Lions. And, I mean, to just be honest, we really haven't been putting out good product like last year was terrible i mean we played the bears that wasn't really a i mean it really wasn't a good game um i wouldn't mind if they took it off like if they say hey well y'all not gonna get thanksgiving every year um but with that you have to give us at least one prime time game somewhere like it don't have to be thanksgiving but we gotta have something you know right right that's how i feel Somebody, uh, one of the Lions players said that. They were like, well, this is all primetime. This is all primetime game because we don't get nothing else. Uh, so uh, there's no other national televised games throughout the year. So they were like, this is all primetime. Uh, I, I, I come to have it a tradition uh, just from being a young kid, always getting to watch uh, Detroit play on, on, on Turkey Day. But I, I do understand, like you said, I understand both sides, like, Cause there's so many people. Like, if you just go on um, social media platforms or just yep. Google it, yeah, there's so many people. They like, man, it, I gotta well, pretty much ruin my first half of the day by watching a Lion game. Yeah, and I'm just like, damn, like, <laughs> like, like, that's how you guys feel. But I, it, they speaking honestly, I guess. So you gotta respect the person's uh, honesty. They do. And yeah. I, if I'm the NFL, I may even go, I may even go to the Fords and say, look. Y'all need to, I mean, you, you do something to force them. To, that might force them to put a winner out on the field. You know, if, they, if the NFL go to them and say, hey, listen, you know, we're losing ratings. You know, we can't have that. We can't have the ratings down, you know, because nobody wants to watch y'all. And it ain't like we ever play an exciting team that day. We always play somebody like the Bears or, you know, it don't never be nobody like, Kansas City or something like Kansas right, City, Kansas City or, Chiefs or yeah. and and like I said, I can understand people when Calvin was playing, people wanted to see Calvin because he was just that he was just that good. But then now you don't have anybody that people want to see. I mean, I know some people don't want to hear this, but nobody really cares too much about seeing Matthew Stafford at all, uh, except the. The Lions fans that still love them, but exactly, uh, yeah, yeah. But besides that, yeah, that's that's not the majority. Uh, speaking, I don't. I, I kind of want to get in the game, but I, there's a lot on the plate, man. Yo, yo, let um, it out. Let it all out. Let it all out. Uh, I, like I said, there was some. Um, I sent you a podcast earlier. This guy's a, a resourceful guy. Yep. Um, and he said there's some chitter chatter saying that because you know Rob Wood is the president. Yep. And they saying that, like you've been saying, they all eat at the same table. They, mm-hmm. The Fords and them, they all cool. They got a they got a, a group where they just kind of like 
well, you know, people coming in, they still buying tickets. Uh, we don't really need to put a winner out there, and they're not really uh, keen right now on to make uh, either Bob Quinn. Uh, no, excuse me, they're not eager to oust out Bob Quinn. They might Bob Quinn might make Matt Patricia the fall guy and just get rid of him, which mm. I feel like uh, I don't know. I I I. I if, if if it's anything, I would get rid of Bob before I get rid of Matt. Uh, it, it, Matt, I feel like it's bad too, but when I look at that roster, sometimes yeah, yeah, it it, it, it it has to fall on Bob. I like some of Bob's acquisitions. Don't get it twisted. Some but, of them, yeah, yeah. But overall, unless Matt, that is just that bad of a coach, bro. I right, don't know. Right. It, yeah. it, it, but with that, with that said. If it's me, everybody got to go. You just got to clean up house. Everybody's got to go. Yeah. Um, I listened to the podcast you sent me, and then um, I went and listened to um, – it's another podcast that I listened to or that I watch on YouTube. I watched them live on YouTube, and um, I went in there, and those guys, they, they're pretty um, connected too. Like, they, they know all of the beat writers. You know, they talk to um, a lot of the people, um, you know, in the front office. So, um, I went in, and I um, – I asked them had they heard the podcast or did they know about the podcast, and they did. They said yeah, but they said um, from what they've been hearing is they said they from what they've been hearing is nobody knows exactly what uh, Sheila Ford is thinking. They said that she hasn't really told anybody anything um, involving you know what how she feels about them or how she feels about the team. So they said that every they said pretty much everybody's been. Um, you know, everybody pretty much just been taking guesses. Um, but I will say this. When when I listened to the podcast and um he said it, I de- I could I can believe it. You know, I can believe that she would say, Well, um, I'll get rid of you know, I'll get rid of Matt Patricia, but you know, Bob Quinn, you know, stay. I could definitely see it. But um, I also know, um, just like they said, from what they've been hearing since last year, is that they're uh, – um, I heard that one of the reasons why Matt Patricia wasn't fired last year is because they're uh, a couple deal. So if one of them gets fired, both of them gets fired. And I heard the real reason is that Rod Wood didn't want to let go of Bob Quinn just yet. And so that's why they were able to come back. Which is kind of and, – and, and that podcast that I sent you today, what's really crazy was that the guy was like, if you look when Rob Wood got hired, he was the operation – like he was just doing the operations on the business side. And yep. they said, like, if you look at his file now, I forgot to look at it after I got off the podcast. It says something else, right? It's, it's got a lot more added. Yeah, to it. now he's on the football side. The way he makes decisions on the foot. Before it was just business, like you know, renovating a stadium or you know, doing upgrades and things like that, and you know, pretty much doing all the financial side, uh, financial things for the for the for the uh, Lions. Now he's on the football side, and our, they say him and Bob Quinn got a a really good relationship, and um, you know, he'll probably be kind of like, you know, not not in a in the perspective of trying to get rid of them when it comes to speaking to the Fords, you know what I mean? Kind of like, right. let's, let's, let's give this another try. Like Bob's a good guy. He, he's getting it right. Give him and right. that that's, that's troubling to me. It's, it's troubling to me because for one, it, it was troubling to me anyway, because um, it was troubling to me because for one, Rod Wood doesn't know anything about football. He's not a football guy. He's a strict business guy. Like, he right. knows about business. He knows about money, what to do with money, and just like you said, how to, you know, get the building to look better and, you know, getting new Wi-Fi and stuff in there. Right. So to take to take his, to take his opinion on anything football-based is like, I mean, I I, 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 that's troubling to me that they would even be listening <laughs> to him. You know, it's like you said, it's troubling because he doesn't. But I do remember it was one game last year where we lost at home and we lost bad. And we had, this is after 
Stafford had went down, we had been hurt. Like, we had been losing a good minute. And I remember Rod Wood was, like, at the game, and some of the, the beat writers, like, caught him, and they was asking him, like, how did he feel? How did he feel about the team? How did he feel about Bob Quinn? And he said, no comment. Right. Which is, which is, you know, I can understand his position being a loyal guy. And then, yep. you know, just just being somebody that's like, I think he's he's someone who, as good as a business guy that he probably is and probably was, to be, you know, head of a NFL team, I think he's still humble from that. Yeah. Which is cool, but at the same time, you you, you got to start looking at it as, you know, the fans the, the fans get more. I demand more, not only just for myself, but for the fans. Because he's like, I'm going to get a paycheck regardless. He's going to get his regardless. Right, but you got to start looking out for, for us. For the fans. Yeah, because yeah. we tired of this, man. Like, And you know what? I'm actually starting, because I, I hear um, the one guy who from, and then you had sent me a video with him. Um, I've been hearing um, that really it's the cheapness of the Fords. It has um, to and be. I heard it. I heard it on 97.12, and they were saying, you know, um, that they didn't bring in a few GMs here because of the money situation. But um, I think definitely Rod Wood was there to watch the money to make sure that um, – but at the same time, I don't know because they did allow him. They did allow him to pay. I mean, they allowed him to pay people. So it's. I don't think that's. It can't be that either because they allowed him to give people contracts. Like who? Trey Flowers. Oh, gave on the player. Flowers see, rest- see, my whole thing is like on a on the player side. You know, they they got a cap. They gonna always get to their cap. You right. know what I mean? But my whole thing is. Sometimes you gotta pay within the organization too, meaning that. Hold on, excuse me. Uh, you have to pay, uh, you know, personnel like uh, coaching staffs. You gotta pay uh, for some better management inside the building. Like honestly, uh, when I started to look at the Lions, when Bob Quinn took over and he cleaned house and he brought in some of his people, like I didn't. Nobody stood out to be like, oh. He's a game changer. Like he came, yeah, he brought in some of his New England peoples, but they weren't anybody that was the standout that was in that organization that was just like even Bill Belichick talked about, like, oh yeah, this guy's the next one. You just just bringing yeah. you just bringing over bodies because they used to work with you. That's your homeboy. You know what I mean? Yep. But yep. there's no there's like Bob Quinn, when you take over a position like that and you're a first time GM, you gotta stop being so arrogant to say, hey, I Hey, I work with Bill. I know everything. I need help. Yeah, you got to start saying, I need help. I need help from good, smart people, people who have done this before, you know what I mean, and that have a reputation for winning and building cultures, you know what I mean? You're just bringing yep. over friends, which is which is cool. Like, people, you're supposed to do business with friends, right? But I'm going to look out for somebody. Just You might not. I'm going to look out for you. I might not put you in the, the, the top position, but I'm going to put you in A position. Right, but... It has to be a time where you have to say, hey, when I'm coming in, uh, there's a GM that, that, that's on uh, – who was hot at that time in the NFL? Let's say Seattle or, or, you know, somebody that was supposed to be a GM but that just didn't get the job or something. Just didn't get it. You're yep. supposed to be like, hey, yo, come here. Like, uh, I need you over here because what y'all got going over there. Like, he didn't bring anybody. And that's why I say that might be on the floor as far as not want to spend money because he's kind of like, well – I got the job. I can't really spend money on other high top executives. You know what I mean? Because it looks like the lines yeah. are cheap on that note. Lines are cheap mm-hmm. on that note as far as bringing in prime time executives. And the NFL, I guarantee you, if the NFL has to intervene again, as far as what they did uh, in before with Bob Quinn coming in, yeah, they're gonna tell them like, yo, not only do you have to upgrade on your GM and. and you have to get a whole top-notch staff in here. Because what they did with Bob Quinn was just like, hey, y'all got to go get a good GM. Not saying that Bob Quinn is a bad GM, but it was just like, y'all just got to – it doesn't work like that. You got to get you gotta get great people around Bob Quinn, too, in that office. Just to, just, yeah, just to yeah. butt heads with him. Just to say, hey, 
that might not be like like for instance that Baltimore team, them Baltimore teams that we see in there, like uh mm-hmm. when Ozzy Newsom was the uh, GM, like those two them two dudes that was underneath him, they could they were GMs yep. too pretty much, and they was running the show. They had they had say on the draft days, everything. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they they was yep. they was doing big things. Like Bob Quinn, I feel like he got too much responsibility. He's got too much responsibility, and it might not be his fault. That might be the that might be the cheapness of the Lions. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, just and cheap I, on that I, note. I, I'm with you a hundred percent, man. And I just like you said, I feel like with Bob Quinn, um, because what's crazy is if the rumors was true, I I feel like Bob Quinn just like you said, he just got the arrogance in him. Like he just is not listening because from remember the rumors was that the scouts. The scouts told him, listen, draft tour. If you can't trade down, you know, draft tour. Right. But he went ahead and he went ahead and drafted Okuda. I think he I think it might be a position where Bob Quinn is just like, um, you know, let me I'm I'm just gonna do you me. Can, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna do You could tell you could tell uh on and I thought it was fun at first. Like I was like, I like the dude because when remember on draft day he be sitting in the war room with a bat, with with his bat, yeah, so yeah. At, I thought he was in there really doing something. <laughs> so at first I'm like, yeah. oh, yo, you know that that's my guy he in there with the bat. But yeah. it's just like yeah. if you notice, he's in there with the bat by himself. Like not not saying that he got other people, but he don't have anybody to, that's sitting next to him that be like, yo, no, nope. he doesn't, no. Nope. And, and that's and that was I think that's his downfall. He didn't have another good smart people to edge him out and just say. Yo, Akuda's good, but let's hey, this, that, and the third. Hey, we might have to go. Hey, I, yo, you know what's crazy? I seen some numbers on uh, uh Justin Herbert today. Uh, the kid from that, that uh for the Chargers, for the Chargers, yeah. And they said he's finna break all the rookie records, which you knew somebody was eventually because how the NFL going with the QB. But I'm just like, yeah. like Bob Quinn, how can you sit there and eat your lunch, knowing that because you people, I don't know that this was the thing with Herbert. I know I didn't know why people stopped. They I don't know why people was like they hopped off the Herbert train when he went back. To, if you remember, Herbert would have went number one overall two years ago if he stayed in the draft. Remember he was supposed to be in the the last draft when when um when Haskins and them got got drafted. Right. And he he would have he could have went. Well, he, he wasn't gonna go number one overall uh, with uh, over Kyler, but he was gonna go like number two. He was gonna be like the second quarterback taken, right. and uh, remember he went back to school. So I don't know what happened where people were just hopping off of the. the I don't know if it's because of the what happened to them, like what happened with his team, Oregon. But he always was talented. He had a good arm. Um, he always was talented, and I like that he decided. You know what? I'm gonna go back to school because to me that that to me. It was like I need to mature a little bit more. It, to me, it said like I need to mature a little bit more. Let me go back. Let me see what I can do. Let me put my body through a little bit more before I go to the league. You know, it ain't no rush, right? You know, so I like that he decided to. And and then you know what, God, you know, God works in mysterious ways because look at him now. He he's in a great position. I mean, I'm not saying that the Chargers is like um, a great organization. But they got a build, they got they a make, building piece. They got they got something they, to work I, on. Yep. They making some changes. I know they are making some changes. You know when they got rid of Philip Rivers, um, so he's in the best position right now because he's literally right now the best rookie quarterback. You know he's the best rookie quarterback in the league. He's playing. He's playing better than a lot of veterans. He's playing better than so, Stafford. He's playing better than Stafford. He's ranked higher than yeah. Stafford. And it's crazy, but it just shows you that Bob. Like I said. That's going to be something that's going to be thrown in our faces for years when a year from now, two years from now, when we're looking like, yo, we could have had that kid. Same way we're looking at yep. D.K. Metcalf. Like, instead of, uh, DK Metcalf, instead of yeah, the linebacker we got from uh, – Oh, my goodness. We could have Jelani Tavares. Yeah. Jelani Tavares. Instead of him, we could have had – Like, all that stuff is always going to be thrown in our face. And it's just like – I don't know, like – I just feel like Bob Quinn, he needs they need some extra help spending money in the front office. So the next regime that come in, it's gotta be a whole lot of people. Like that's why I like Well, you know what? Oh, go ahead. 
I know well, I was gonna say, you know what I also heard is I also heard that it was gonna be um it was gonna be um it was gonna be a, a couple deal for them, like if one got fired, the other got fired, because um they had said I guess um some people had recommended some coaches for him before he um hired Matt Patricia and some guys that were a little bit more qualified because there was some coaches out there that was more qualified than Matt Patricia. Right. Um, and, you know, his whole, like, uh, Bob Quinn's whole thing was, no, this is my guy. This is who I said that I would always have if I had an organization. This is who I would bring over. And then he said something else in a press. He said something else in a press release where he said this was after Caldwell got fired. And then um, this was like, so Matt Patricia came and did one year. So this was after his first year. And they were, you know, asking him about Jared Davis and stuff. And he said, well, you know, I never really, um, this is really the only, like the Patriot system is the only system that I really know how to draft for. So, and the dude on the podcast said, when you a GM, you have to, you have to really watch your words and watch what you say, because basically that right there shot him in the foot because he basically letting people know, hey, I don't know how to, I don't know how to draft for anything. He, I mean, I don't know how to draft for another um, system. Like if it's not this particular system, I don't know how to draft. Yeah, for it. and to be honest with you, like the Patriot system, as we're seeing now, like they're having a little bit of trouble without Tom. Like Tom, it ain't yeah, that good. Yeah, Tom needs Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick needed Tom. But within this, you got to remember that regime was in there for a long time. And they had everything the way they needed it. They just sometimes need to do a little bit of fine-tuning. But at the end of the day, they were able to bring in pretty much anybody. I'm not going to say whoever they wanted to and develop them into that system because that that, that quarterback position, the coaching system was wrapped up. Whatever that Tom Brady, Tom Brady is, a, is, a, is the GOAT. Like, that's why he's one of the best players ever to play the game, depending on who you yeah. ask, if not the best. And, and and it's also, too, with New England, it's like they when you go and look at them, they ain't never really drafted no high fl- – I mean, yeah, they drafted uh, Gilmore, um, but they ain't never really – they didn't draft, uh, you know, the other superstars that they had on their teams. I mean, they traded for most of those guys or – they just picked those guys up free agency and said, look, this we a winning team, you know, come over here and win real quick. And then, you know, you're going to get your payday. And they, they never, they were, they, that's what they made their bread and butter at. Okay. They getting rid of this receiver. He was, he caused a little bit of trouble over there. Okay. We, Randy Moss. Okay. We'll just bring Randy over here and, you know, put him in a winning culture, winning system mm-hmm. and let him do it. And then thing. they did an awesome job of acquiring picks. And they, New England, from from yeah, from yeah. many years ago, from what I remember is, they were just like less than stack picks. So they used to trade players and get like, you know, extra second round, extra third rounds. They used yeah. to have like yeah. always two or three in, in those rounds. So it pretty much was like we're going to overstack in a draft. And then a lot of those guys never turn out to be anything, to be honest with you. But a lot of guys, yeah. you know, they turn out to be service. A players. lot of them. A lot, yeah, a serviceable guy. Though a lot of those guys were like, "Okay, look, this—he's not going to be the best guy in the league, but I can put him here, and he'll, you know, he can be maybe above average." And that—that's worked out well for them. And that's—that's that's the thing with the Lions is you look at you look at our roster and uh, the podcast that I watched today also talked about this. It talked about his draft picks, and they said that he hit like on thirty-three percent of his draft picks. And they went by. They went. They went through it pick by pick, and I actually gave them a couple of those picks that they chose. They said that they were good players, but I, a couple of them, I actually was like, "Oh, that he ain't really a good player." But um, they went through pick by pick, and a lot of his late round picks, like um, like um, like the guy they drafted last year, John Panisi, uh, he's a defensive tackle. I like him. You know, he's not like a superstar, but he's an above average like player that you can put out there on the Serviceable. field. And you you say, well, dang, if he's got these, you know, these late round picks, if he could just hit on the first round picks, the second round picks, and the third round picks more, you know, we'd have a better team because 
you look at his early round picks, his second round pick, I don't he doesn't have a second round pick yet that I and like. You, and I you gotta like. think too. Like I like Bill Belichick. That's my guy. I can't imagine him getting any kind of advice from anybody in the organization from anything from first to third to fourth round. It's probably in the later rounds, fifth, sixth, seventh. Then he's probably coming to guys like Bob Quinn, like, hey, y'all, what do you think about these guys? Because, you know, I think he – not saying that he's not doing his homework on everybody, obviously, but I think he'd be a little bit more lenient to be like, all right, now, now you got guys like Bob Quinn stepping up, like, nah, this guy, let's get this guy, like, this guy, I did my homework. But first, the first three, four rounds, I don't see Bill Belichick looking at these guys and being like, what do you guys think? He's probably like, I know who I'm getting. I know who I want. Don't care what you think. But later rounds, and that's probably where Bob Quinn is still good at that because he probably was needed in those later rounds to get those guys, those serviceable guys. Yeah, and, you know, he was – I mean, and that's just literally what he was. I mean, you have to break it down. You have to look at them as an organization and say, well, at the end of the day, you know, that's what, what people – that's what people fail at. They think, oh, you look at a guy from the Patriots, he's just super uber – talented no 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 Belichick was running the whole thing man at the end of the day it didn't matter what they said if Belichick didn't want him you wasn't getting him um uh, um, shout out to the the, my my boy over this coaching Miami because he seems like the only one that's gonna you know kind of break the trend and be a successful coach because he's doing and not saying and you know what a lot of them come in Naming that I'm wrong, which, which, heck, see, the way he came in is the way you got to build these franchises right now. See, Miami cut ties with these, you know, with these quarterbacks where you got to pay them big-ass bucks. You know what I mean? So yep. they start investing yep. a lot on the defensive side, drafting defense. Yep. That's why their defense right now looking good. Like man. a lot of these New England uh, – uh, uh, coaches that come in and want to be coaches for other teams, it's like they inherit a quarterback and they trying to like revitalize his career. You for see real. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who else was it? Uh, and I, I think that's one of the problems with Stafford because it seems like who it, it seems like whoever come in is trying to always change or rearrange Stafford, and it's like he's only going to be successful in one way. He's a gunslinger. And that's what he does. He slings the ball. So if you're not okay and comfortable with him being, like, able to just sling the ball, because that's what he got to do. I mean, he literally is going to live and die by that. Um, He's going to live and die by that mantra, like, slinging the ball. So if you're not a coach that's okay with him having at least 20 interceptions or 15 interceptions, probably a little bit more a year, then Stafford is not the – I smoked those too. Stafford is not the – he's not the guy for you. And it seemed like everybody that come here, they're always trying to fix Stafford. And you know what? Somebody else – I thought I was the only one who, who thought about it and who said it, but I was watching um, – I always get. I always forget the, my guy's name. He's a beat writer. Uh, he be with Carlos Menares. Um uh, they, 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 yeah, they're beat writers for the Free Press of okay. Detroit. But he said that the only reason that uh, – he said the only coach that Matthew Stafford ever stuck his neck out for was uh, Jim Bob Cooter. And the only reason he did that was because Jim Bob Cooter let him do what he wanted to do. And I thought I was the only person in the world who uh, who noticed right. that. Right. Now, when you said that, it, it, did, it did strike a chord because he did stick his neck out for him like – um. Yeah, you know what? Saying just hit me. Alarm just went off on my head. If there's some, yeah. if there's something in the organization where they feel so much loyal to, so much loyalty towards Matthew Stafford, they pretty much can't fire the coaching staff to get rid of Bob Quinn. Because they can't. That's what I was because saying. Matt gonna be they looking at might. them like, yo, I'm going on my how many coach, how many GMs. Come on, like, this is ridiculous. So it might be something with them to say, hey, let's keep everything under under still and keep some kind of uh, stableness so Matt will look like, at least Stafford would be like, Lisa was stable there. 
You know what I mean? Because if we do the firing and everything, because I think it's gonna get Stafford's yeah. gone. Yeah, I think it's gonna get ugly because what I'm looking at it is, or how I'm looking at it is, Stafford. No, he ain't stupid. Just like we not stupid. I know that if they hire a new GM, and when I say a new GM, I'm, I'm meaning as somebody that's that knows what they're doing. They're gonna come in, look at everything as it is, and the first thing they're gonna want to try to do is move Stafford. Um. And I, Stafford know that too. He knows that he only has two years left on his contract. Usually, quarterbacks get, um, you know, they get the extension in their that like that last year, you know, the year before the last year. And he's he'll be thirty three before next season start. So, if you think about a, a GM that's got to come in and literally rebuild a team, I mean rebuild the team. He's got to rebuild that defense. Everything that's on that defense most likely is going to be gone. One of the only guys who I would keep is Julian O'Quara, the guy we drafted last year. I think he'll fit good in any scheme rushing a passer. But um, you got to kill that whole defense. You got you to gotta get some receivers. Um, you don't have any receivers. You don't have any receivers signed you know what I'm saying? Past this year, besides the guy you drafted last year, who's not good enough right. to start. And that's another knock on Bob Quinn. They were saying that on the podcast. That's another knock too. You know, he doesn't have any. He always is so short at positions. You know, so you don't have any receiver, receivers, um, um, signed. And then I think Stafford knows it too. Like he ain't crazy. He know like I'm gonna get traded. And most likely where I get traded to, it's not going to be – it ain't going to be simple as living here. You know what I'm saying? This is the team that drafted me. Of course, they're going to treat you good. And I don't think no other no other organization is going to allow him to say, you look, it's going to be pressure, you know. Like if he lose a game here, it's no pressure on him. Nobody's going to him saying, Stafford, you got to play better. You need to go out there and do this. You need to light somebody up. At a different organization – it's that's exactly what it is, and the fans is gonna attack him as well. Right, right, and he got to step up to the plate, and I think he will. I think he will somewhere else because it's what's demanded. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's yeah, demand, if it's demanded, yeah. it's not demanded here. So it's just like whatever. Like, like I, like I always say, as long as they got people in the seats and people buying merchandise, like, and cool. And I'm not I'm not wanting him to go to a team where, um, you know, I'm not wanting him to go to a team where it's going to be bad for him. I want him to go to a team uh, where it's going to be, you know, where he'll have, like, I want him to get drafted or not drafted, uh, maybe get traded to the Patriots or get traded to the 49ers or uh, even if he gets traded to uh, – I, I think he would do good if they traded him to the Browns. Um, if uh, you know, it's a, or even if they traded him, even though Derek Carr is doing pretty good this year, he's looking good. Um, I, I know, yeah, I know. Um, John Gruden, he's. I know he still wants a. I know he still wants another quarterback, but um, yeah, Derek Carr is doing good this year. Um, even if he got traded to the Raiders, but. Um, you know, I think that it's over, though. I think it's over. I think they're going to lose tomorrow. I know we haven't talked about the game much, but I I, know, I think they're going to lose tomorrow. You know what? I'm, um, I'm starting to get that feeling. Uh, look, 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 look for it to be lopsided a little bit. Look on the officiating side. I think the fix is in. I'm going to call it now. I think the fix is in for us, man. You know why I say that is simply because – I think the NFL is taking note to these to, to these uh to these games with the Lions on Turkey Day, and they and they're going to try yeah. to make it real exciting. Um, I'm not and I'm not going out there on a limb and say the game is fixed or anything like that, but I do think that they want some excitement for the Lions game. Uh, and I could see I could see a couple calls turning it in all way early. Uh, that yeah, I could see it, and especially I mean especially how much they have. You know, especially how much they didn't uh, take it away from us. I can see it, too. But I do know um, the injury report, Kenny Galladay is out. Danny Amendola is out. Uh, Truth, not true, fine. But we got a lot of 
uh, Haloti, uh, not Haloti, Nada, but um, Big V is out. Um, you got a corner, uh, Amani Abuwarie is questionable. Okuda's out. Um, yeah, you got Okuda out. You got um, Swift is questionable. Um, you got and then you got you got you got about five players that's out, and then you got some other guys that's questionable too. Um, which I'm, I'm sure we'll probably as soon as we wake up in the morning, the injury report will be out about who will be playing because I know the game come on at like twelve thirty. Yeah, early. It's yep. an early game, so um, so yeah, we got a lot of guys out, and I just think that um, no, Houston don't have a good team, but at the end of the day, they have a playmaker. Um, they have a he he could be a top he he already a top five quarterback in my eyes, but. He really could be a top three quarterback if he had a better team. I, I, I watched. I watched um, film. I watched his last game. I watched the film on his last game this morning, and he was throwing some darts, bro. Man, he, he was do throwing it. them right in in perfect spots. It was incredible what he was doing, and I'm like, "Woo!" He gonna see that Lions defense tomorrow. He probably in his sleep right now, uh, smiling because he's like, "Woo!" I get to go. So it's gonna be a high scoring game. Uh I I I I I I don't know. If Houston pulls away, which I, I, I you know, I think it's gonna be done, but I think the officiating will give them some help. But if if it's a fair game, I see them pulling away maybe like 38, 31 Houston. Mm, I I can somebody else had it like in the thirties. Uh, I can see Houston scoring thirty points. I can't see Detroit scoring. I can't see Detroit scoring 30. I, I, I give us, like, something pitiful. Like, I say the most that we score is maybe, like, 21. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, if they could do that, it depends. And it also depends on, on, on Deshaun Watson, too. Like, if we could get him, if they could play that same system that we played uh, Kyle Murray with, uh, then and, and keep him contained a little bit. Which I don't know how, but they. I don't know how. That's when I was. I watched that. I went back and looked at some of that tape too, and I was wondering why isn't the. I think that's maybe what threw him off his game so much. Like, why isn't the kid using his legs? He used. He only ran like maybe one or two plays. Right. Right, and then and then, I do think that the Lions will be up, considering it being a home game. Uh, Hawkinson probably be real big. You know, Hawkinson is uh is the leader, uh, leading Pro Bowl for tight ends in the NFC, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy for him. I mean, I honestly, when I looked at his stats and everything, I was like, wow, he got this many catches? Like, I I, I didn't know. I'm like, dang. Um, I was, I mean, you know, but I'm happy for him. I mean, I do think he's probably the most talented tight end in the NFC. Right, right. But and, uh, he just don't – he just on a bad – he just – he got drafted to the wrong team. That's it's all. still a piece to build on if we get a right GM. That's a good piece, and especially if you get a quarterback like that could use him a little, a little bit more. Like we even say, Matthew, even though he's leading the NFC, he could be used a lot more, which is scary. Uh, I don't think he's used to his full potential yet, and I think may, maybe tomorrow he might get off. He might have his career game, which will probably that, – that's why I could see a little bit high scoring. Uh, he gets off. Hopefully, Swift play. I want to see him play. He gets off, uh, you know. But if not, yeah. If 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 they smart, if Bevel is smart, he had he he even drew up some plays for this kid. If he's smart, that's if he's smart. Yeah, I, he even drew if, up some I, if plays. I'm Bevel, for him. If Bevel's smart, everything's going through Hawkinson. Everything's going through uh, Swift. Everything's going through them too. I'm I'm pretty much force feeding everything to them. I'm. Yeah, and then I'm gonna abuse Marvin Hall on the. Yep. On the um, I'm, t- I'm gonna abuse him on yep, the outside. I'm testing I'm, every once in a while. I'm testing the secondary with Marvin Hall, just to keep him honest. Keep him honest. Go deep every once in a while, and then everything inside the Hawkinson and Swift, and then every every now and then when they, you know, you see them doing too much uh, in in the box, hit Hall, boom. But Bevel, we'll see if he can follow that plan because I think it's an easy plan to follow. But you know the inconsistencies of the lines. Uh, how you feel about Houston's defense? It's not that good. Um, I, only thing about Houston defense, and this is the thing, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you don't need, 
You don't need star players. I mean, it, they do a good job of covering up. Like, uh, um, J.J. Watt, he does a good job of covering up a lot of their shortcomings on that defense because he is who he is. Like, the, it's just the presence that he holds. Like, with us, like Adama Sue, he did a great job of of masking a lot of problems that we had on that defense just because he was so good up front. You know, that's why I was saying I didn't understand why they was trying to go the route of building from the back of the defense forward because it seems like the the more you build from the front and move back, the better your defense is going to be. Right. Um, so uh, I don't think their defense pro- – I mean, it's better than ours. Of course, but it ain't it ain't that good. I think that if we had Kenny Galladay, and if we had um, yet if we had Kenny Galladay and that we had Swift, it probably would be a really, really, really close game. But the way that their quarterback is playing, and the way that our defense can't stop the pass, and that they waited the way that they can't deal with fast quarterbacks either, I just think. And he gonna be on national TV. I just think he he ready to explode the way he played last week. Um, and they still got they still got the they the one of their wide receivers. He's like the number one deep threat in the Fuller. league. Um, I, Fuller, did we used no, to have him? Not that one. We didn't have not that one. It's a couple Fullers in there. Um, yeah, he he's like the number one deep threat in the league. So. That right there, because true fine is trash. Boy, um, I don't know if people notice it yet, but true fine is trash. Yeah, he had that pick last week, and we talked about this. I think in the off season, he gonna get you a couple picks. He takes some gambles, and that he, he gonna get yeah, picks overall. If that's all you gonna get from him. You gonna get you gonna get a a turnover real quick from him, but the rest of the game, he's just gonna give up a whole lot, and then. And then every Garbage. once in a while he'll just he'll, he'll slide pick in when the quarterback gets sloppy. That's what I was telling people when we first signed him. I said because they, they were like, "Well, he had four picks last year, and uh, Darius Slay only had two. Yeah, that's true. But you got to understand this: he gets beat all game, and then when when he get, when he's slow and he's behind the receiver, and the quarterback maybe throw it short." He's gonna get you a pick, right? You know, because I mean, if he throw, if the quarterback throw it short and the wide receiver is all the way in the front, and he in the back, it's it's easy to get a pick if you can right. catch and turn your head around. He got, he got hands, but that's he got what hands. I was saying. Yeah, 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 he got hands. He, I just he he just ain't fast enough to be a uh, he ain't been fast enough to be a receiver though. But he had more speed when he yeah, came yeah. into the league. But of course, he didn't dealt with a couple injuries yep. and he getting older too. So it's like. We we probably could have got him cheaper, but that's what I was telling fans when we first signed him. Like he's not gonna be the equivalent of so because people really was thinking like that's another thing about Slay. You have to understand a lot of times quarterbacks is not he may not get a lot of picks because a lot of times quarterbacks is not gonna throw right. his way. They not even gonna waste the time like. Aaron Rodgers is a smart quarterback. He he not even gonna waste the time and say, you know what? Let me chance it. I'm gonna throw this guy away. He gonna go ahead and throw it to the weaker defender before throwing it slay away because he know that might that's a waste right. of a play. Right. I think Devontae Adams and, and and when when we played Green Bay, Green Bay specifically used to line Devontae Adams up in different spots just to throw slay off. To, to get him away from Slay, because I mean, you, that's that's a good deep, that's a good offense coordinator. You got to do that. That's why I feel like they should, be, they could be using the, Hawkinson's so good. That's the thing with a tight end. That's how I know Daryl Bevel don't know how to use tight ends either, because Hawkinson, Hawkinson is so good. You can line him up as a wide. You can line him up as a receiver. Right. right. Sometimes. You ain't always even got to line them up as a tight end. You can line them up as a – that's the same thing that – we didn't know how to use Ebron either when he was here. Right. Because Ebron, a lot of times, he could have been used as a, a just a receiver, period. Like, you didn't even have to line him up as a tight end just to get him 
Because it wasn't nobody. That, he was so fast and big. It wasn't nobody that could guard him. Right. I I, I do recall that because I'm like, I, I felt like Ebron was not used the right way. Obviously, when he went to Indy, you know, that's how you're supposed to use him because Indy was throwing him everywhere. He was lined up as wide receiver. Luck, and he also had luck, too. So, and Luck know how to use the, the, the tight end a lot better than Stafford. But, uh, yeah, that, that game tomorrow, I think I, I, I'm – I'm I'm anticipating a loss, uh, and then to see what ha- what happens after that from management. Um, I I don't know. That's what everybody everybody man. I'm telling you, it's so much press going on right now everywhere. Like it's it's like even you sent me something where they was like higher you know higher Riddick right now. It's press everywhere with the Lions right now, and it's all bad. Um. I want to see how Stafford. I want to see how he come out and look. Um, is that thumb still bothering him? Because I, it, I know regardless to what he said, it definitely was bothering him last game. So I want to see: do he look any better? Is the thumb, you know, is it any better? Is it feeling any better? I mean, I know it's only been a week. So I mean, it ain't even been a week. It's only been a couple of days. So right. Um, that's another thing too. We got to remember this is a short week. I'm sure we, they didn't have any like real practice so this is a short week for these guys so um i know i heard that um sanu is they activated him so he'll be out there probably playing in the slot yeah Mm. hopefully you got a little bit left in the tank i don't know but we'll see yeah i would like to see i I mean i would like yes i want us to lose of course but i would like to see some good football to go along with it um, I think we you know, will. I, you know, I, 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 as much as you know, uh, I feel like we should move on from Stafford. He is a quarterback, and I do like his success. I like, I like, uh, I like when he has good outings, and you know, it, it looks good. I like when it looks when he makes it look good. It's just been a long time since he had a real complete game, and uh, I just, I always hope for him to have complete games. You know, you ain't got to score on every drive. But I just don't like those uh, drives where they just stall out and he takes the sack or, you know, he got to throw the ball away. On yeah, I I like I like Stafford to be, I like him to look like a difference maker. And it's like we'll play like we'll you know every week I watch people and they say okay the Lions are going up against this team, and they say oh yeah well you know this team has a real they got a difference maker and just like this week you know. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a difference maker. You know, they they everybody knows he's a difference maker. And it's like I don't think people I mean, I don't look at him like that, but I know I don't think people are looking at Stafford like when they play Detroit, like, oh, Stafford's a he's a difference maker, you know. Um, I don't think they look at him like, oh, he can he can get hot and he can I just think they look at him as like a regular it's like a regular strong arm right. quarterback. That can be stopped if you if you got a good game plan. And obviously the game plan has been out there. We just don't have the game plan, but I think a lot of defenses have the game plan for Stafford. And uh yep. Pressure him. Oh man, if you get him in pressure, he going they know he gonna hold on to the ball because he he's gonna continuously look for the um he gonna continuously look for the next play. He he ain't gonna even waste he ain't even gonna try to throw the ball away. He's gonna look for the next play. Um he not going to try to – and that's the thing with Stafford. I think he didn't get burned so many times by trying to throw the ball away. And it, I think he threw the ball so good or so hard that it looked like it's a real pass. And a lot of times it, it get picked off. Hmm. And he don't, I don't think he know how to put that, that, little, that little minor touch on the ball to, like, you know, get it to the – you know, get it out of bounds. Right. Right. I always talked about his touch. Ever since he came in the league, his touch, it's gotten better. But, yeah, especially when they get, they get some pressure on him. And you're right. It, it, it's a lot to where they say if we could get Stafford in the third and long, I think defenses know they got him. I think third and long, they like, oh, we got this boy. Put a little pressure on him. Oh, yeah, they, they, they know it. And they know they can blitz. If you blitz Stafford, you can – he might get the first – he might get the first – the first throw. If they let him throw first, he can get that throw. And then if you blitz him on second down, you got him. Got him. Cause they ain't, they ain't, they're not going to be good enough to run it. 
if it's anything above, like lower than a, like if you get him in a third and six, you got him. A third and five, he got you. That's his best. That's his most where he convert the most, like a third and five. But anything other than that, like a third and two, oh yeah, you just you blitz him a little bit and it's over. Because he don't have the receivers, he don't have the speed to say uh, for the receivers to get up the field quick and to get the separation. Right. 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 That boy. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to have my uh, my food ready. Well, probably preparing my food. And then, uh, yeah, I'll probably have my food ready by the second game. But uh, I'm going uh, to definitely be – I'm going to watch the whole game. And uh, I'm going to hope for the best, man. I'm going to hope for the best. Hopefully it's a good game. Like you said, I just want a good game. I want a, uh, a competitive game. That's all I want to see. I, I, I definitely want, because I know how to, I don't want to even take chances. I definitely want us to lose the game, but I, I want it to be competitive too. I want to be able to sit down and watch it. Like, okay, well, let me see what this guy going to do. Or let me see what this, you know, let, what's this going to happen? Or I definitely want to see a good football game, but. Uh, it would be, it would, it would be yeah, nice for Deshaun Washington win it at the end and just, just to show management. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like that. Like, win it in the last like one minute, like Stafford do it. You know, get them, get them in the last thirty seconds and like a walk off field goal right. or something like that. <laughs> ah man, with that said, man, I'm a, I want to wrap this up because I want to edit this and put it out by the night so uh, uh, people could possibly listen before the game. Before right. the game, yeah. So, I'm gonna wrap this up. We we'll probably do this tomorrow night. If not, if if we stuffed off the the food, uh, you got you with the family or what? Yeah, the family gonna be here, but you know I can always I can always step away. Um, and like you said, even if we don't get it tomorrow night, um, you might. I mean, you know, depending on how the game go, you know, you might be waking up to you know waking up to Friday morning. Uh. No waking up to Black Friday and you, you see some firings come in. Right. So we'll take it. Yeah. We'll, I'm definitely going to text you by the end of the game. We'll text throughout the game, but probably at the end of the game, we'll figure out. Yeah, we might, also, we might just want to do it Friday morning, see Black Friday. Or uh, we might just do it on Thursday, Thursday night. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right, brother. Have, so until have, then, brother, I'll have a yes, good man, Thanksgiving. Peace and blessings. Get you some good food. And we will see this yes, game sir. tomorrow.